This is episode 788 for June 2023. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song was by a YouTuber by the name of Merrill Hamilton, doing a cover of the 90s Spider-Man animated series. Sounds amazing. Check it out. Check her out on YouTube. Before we get to our episode, I want to remind you about our Patreon.com slash Crawlspace group. Uh, the Patreon members had this episode for a full month before I released it. So log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. You get exclusive perks like early release episodes. You get behind the scenes info. You get merch like crawlspace t-shirts and hoodies and coffee mugs and stickers. There's an exclusive discord and there is a Patreon exclusive podcast where we review the spider satellites, which is usually about a two hour broadcast. And we review everything from like what venom, um, the Dan slot, Spider-Man book, whole bunch of stuff everything that doesn't have the word amazing in it we tackle so one more time patreon.com slash crawlspace all right asm24 with your boy norman osborne on the cover jr take me through this please all right all right folks we're about to find out what did peter do and we're about to find out whether or not it was worth the the uh all the 12 months of build-up and hype you know Hi. Spoiler alert, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't worth it. Okay. All right. So one Congratulations. Year, one year ago, we're in the Baxter building. All right. And the thing is awake and Alicia's awake and there's a noise coming from the lab. <clears throat> uh, I'm not getting a snack, Alicia. I heard a noise from the lab. I'm going <laughs> to check it out right after a quick snack. <laughs> yeah. Well, so he thinks the noise is Reed, you know, tinkering in the lab uh, after he and Sue came back from another planet or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, then all of a sudden as he's there with his big, is his big sub or whatever. Sue and Reed come through the door. His oh, it's like, all right, and so there, the thing, there you the thing go. And there Spider-Man is stealing the, uh, the mini fusion reactor. Or the crud. It might as well be. It might as well be called the MacGuffin for you know everything else. So, so you know, Spider-Man is stealing the mini nuclear fusion reactor or whatever. The Fantastic Four chase him through the hallways after him, and of course the Human Torch, due to his combination of his hot temper uh, and basically his uh, lack of responsibility and typical recklessness, blows a hole in the wall of the Baxter Building and allows Spider-Man to escape. So yeah. he changes to Peter Parker and he escapes to the wretched, foul smelling, crime ridden sewers of New York, also known as the subway system. So, <laughs> so he takes the oh. subway. So he takes the subway to another wretched cesspool, New Jersey, where Norman Osborne was able to co-opt a, co-opt a warehouse so that they could stay out of New York City. So yeah. anyway, all right. Good riddance. Here, here we go. What is he doing? <laughs> Oh my God! All right, here we go. All right, so what are you doing, Jr? Hold on, hold on. So, so Norman, oh Norman, <laughs> he's a, a star. He's 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 rehearsing for his role in a Star Trek show. What? What? Wait! Wait! What? 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 Here we go. Okay. So go. anyway, so Norman is Norman is working on the costume. All right, Norman is working on. The all right. Get it. Get it. Love it. So basically, Peter, you know, um, oh, ah, 
Oh God, no, Jr. No, no, like, light your so, house on fire, so, Jr. All right. So Peter, so Peter brings a mini nuclear mini fusion reactor to Norman, who's working on a newfangled Spider-Man suit that actually kind of resembles the same one that Tony Stark built in a cave with a box of scraps. So anyway, Jesus Christ. Is the, <laughs> so is is the suit done, Norman? Suit? What suit? I thought I was making another PlayStation 5 skin for the game that's coming out later in the year. You know, rumor has it September, but that's not confirmed. So anyway, uh, Norm, Norman says, well, it needs some test runs, Peter. Peter says, no, we got to go for it now because he's got to get to that other dimension where MJ is. So, you know, Norman spouts a whole lot of comic book science that I won't repeat here. And he tells Peter it's risky because neither one of them have slept in days. Of course, the thing is, it's like, wouldn't Norman have been able to get us some sleep if he hadn't, if he had just taken the armor as it was and didn't customize it to look like a Spider-Man outfit? I mean, how <laughs> long, how long did Norman take to paint the webs on the thing? You know, I mean, no, it's, it's like putting, it's like putting flames on a hot rod. It makes the car go faster. Yeah. yeah like Tony Stark said on the suit, give it, yeah. give it race car red or something like so, that. So, so anyway, so Norman, you know, Norman puts his last, he does the last things on the suit. All right. And then he, uh. Oops. Uh oh, now now JR is hot miking. There we go. Yeah. I just did pull right. off the average average Twitch streamer. So anyway, <laughs> so so Norman hits the button just like Charlton Heston at the end of uh uh be beneath the planet of the apes, and then Spider-Man like turns into Gumby as it goes through the it goes through the other Gumby. Oh, oh there there's Gumby. Yeah, yeah, Look but, at Gumby Spider-Man. But but first of all, Ms. Marvel has been lurking. All this Wait. time watching the warehouse because she thinks something's going, some shenanigans are going on. And she's going, Norman Osborn, what do you think you're doing in my city? Hey, her, you know, Ms. Marvel, first of all, you ain't Batman. All right. Not by, a, <laughs> not by a long shot that you can claim a city of your own. You are far too minor league to be claiming a city of your own. And besides, okay. Norman's well, an American citizen who can go anywhere in the country he wants to without checking in with you, you little derivative knockoff, who show well, is the lowest rated Marvel show on Disney+. Plus. Well, well, real quick, JR, two things. First off, there's only like three people in Jersey City ever, and so she can, I think, lay claim to it being her city. Um, second of all, what's she doing here? Brad, go back to the page you were on before. Uh... This one? No, that no, the one after that. This one? No, the one, the one after. Nope, nope, you're going the wrong way, okay. wrong way. Yeah, there's Miss Marvel right there. there. How can she be in two places at once? Go back. Look, there's Miss Marvel. She's stretching Where? all over the place. Oh, I see what you're talking about. I see what you're talking about. Okay, got you. Got you. How can she be in two places at once? This doesn't make any sense. Worst I... Wells issue ever. Those are all. Speech. Hold on, we got we got Craig back. Craig, you with us? Hello, is it sound better? Much better. Yes, okay. much better. wasn't hot and staticky. There you go. We're back. You missed Jr.'s uh, blowtorch and glasses. Jr., can you show them to him real quick? Oh, oh, all Let, right. Let me see what well, we got. The blowtorch. You know, Norman, Norman Osborne was working on the suit earlier, right? So here we go. <laughs> all right, Peter. I just the, about I done. With the sunglasses. It was a clip of. The <sighs> this oh, was the new uh, James Cameron uh, take on the new Terminator these, movie he's making. Yeah, actually, these are old people sunglasses. I got them when I got my had my uh, cataract surgery. <laughs> oh my so, gosh. Uh, don't you get don't you get them when you're dilating your eyes too? 
Uh, no, no. I've had my dad's, you know, I've had it, that done a lot, but uh, it, no. you know what? Uh, uh, Spider-Man said when he said, saw JR in that outfit. Well, at least it's not, uh, I was about to say there, there's a few people here who've made a comment about the size of my head. They're getting very close to the, uh, getting on the list. You know, it's Ooh. like, uh, Oh, I haven't been looking at chat. I'll get chat up in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Just because, just because I got this nice little military style haircut <laughs> you look great. You know, does not make my head look bigger, but anyway. All right. So, so anyway, so Peter is going through the dimension, you know, like Gumby or whatever, uh, you know, and right now, you know, he's, he's, he's right there where this stupid ass villain who no one asked to come back is about to whack Mary Jane and shytown's town's close buddy, Paul. Well, Spider-Man, you know, fights a stupid ass villain as this villain says, typical stupid ass villain things. I mean, this guy's a loser. This guy's Here, hold, not worthy. Hold on, of let me get some pictures of this stupid villain that you're saying about. There loser. You you're a loser. Yeah, it's what's that onomatopoeia, Jr. <laughs> no, Gaia, Gaia. <laughs> he's Goku. Holy sh! He's Goku. Gaia. So look at this guy's shirt. So <laughs> and some pants. So oh, he's got pants on. No, he, he, that's yeah. how he's that's how he, that's how he's taking down Spider Man with his with his own web shirt. All right, okay. So Spider Man <laughs> uh, fights him, but what happens? But well, somebody, and I can't tell who it might, might've been Mary Jane because Paul's, you know, Paul's, uh, uh, spitting his guts out, uh, stabbed him with the sword, his own sword and okay. he falls to and he then he collapses to the floor. Well, of course, Mary, you know, it's Peter, you know, he's glad to see Mary Jane. It's been a while or whatever. And he's been so worried. So he's about to plant one on her, but, oh, uh, oh but no. Uh, as You've we're been going a long time, boy. <laughs> as we're about to find out, timey-wimey sci-fi shenanigans have taken place. And then Peter sees two little snot-nosed rugrats and asks Mary Jane, who are these two products of dubious legitimate parentage? And MJ says, they're my family. Oh, that, look, that look on Peter's face just says it all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> And then Maury Povich comes out and says, Peter, you aren't the daddy. <laughs> and, does, and Peter does a backflip because he's so excited. Yeah, I'm not the dad. It, it and neither is Paul. I don't, rem I don't remember leaving a deposit with you, Mary Jane, the last time I oh, saw you. JR. <laughs> At the Tiger Jackpot Bank. Uh, <laughs> oh, gross. Peter had to pay those student loan bills somehow. He never right, did, he that, is the issue. that is the issue. Okay. Um, here, let's get, let me hear grades and then we'll get comments up on the screen real quick. And then we'll do pros and cons. JR, your grade on that one, please. Yeah, I'll give it a C plus, I guess. C plus, uh, no shot. Neil. C minus. Craig. I did not prepare any grades since I didn't know it was going to be on. Off your head, bro. I'll give it a C. I'll give it a C also. Okay, I think, this is, I think this, is, this is the first time in a while where we've had the grades average out to be relatively the same. It's all about a C. Uh, C's get degrees. Uh, that's very true. Uh, let's see. Comments. We've got... Uh, oh, Milo. You are on his list with that. My goodness. Um, Milo, I... <laughs> Yeah, get, get the list. Get the list. Let me find Milo's. <laughs> All right. Let me find Milo's. Here's, here's the list. Okay. Uh, Tyson, um, <laughs> Peter Palmer, 13, Mike Murdoch, Adam Winchell, and now Milo. 
You're My on the list. Lord. The JR's head looks even more massive with that new trim. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's all Milo. It, he's just, <laughs> Milo's on the list now, you see? You see? I, will, I will full screen you. Milo on the list. There you go, right under Adam Winchell. Jr. Can, can, the the next time you add to the list, can you do it in like the the serial killer uh, letter trippings? <laughs> yeah, can you <laughs> like, cut like up you... a magazine and just put oh. it together for us, please? Like a real creeper, like yeah, a like, like, like a highlight like magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, comments. Let's. Uh, Michael says this is the worst uh, run I've ever seen on Spider Man. No. Uh, Beard's looking good. Neil says Milo, oh, you're on the you. positive list. On. Uh, thank you. Um, love when Uncle Jr. does the retelling. Says Winnipeg. Uh, Jr.'s trying to be a cool dad. <laughs> is that a blowtorch? No, he's just happy to see you, Jeffrey. Um, Oh, uh, oh, Mr. Comic says, I've been wondering how Ms. Marvel got into the books. The secret hideout in Jersey explains everything. Uh, JR, the tool man, Taylor over here. <laughs> <laughs> got Bob. The Howdy ho, neighbor. Uh, what's, what's, what was that UK? Ver- what was the, what was the hit version of, um, Bob? The Bil- it, was, it was about the, oh, I have no idea. One? I don't remember. Uh, my internet died. I come back. JR is welding. <laughs> what did I walk into? says Vinkman. Uh, JR is truly Johnny Storm, quite literally. I'm blown away. Just saying, uh, you know, Norman's all about that brandy. He's going to make the suit look like Spider Man. Just in Uh, case it explodes, he can frame it on Spider Man. (laughs) Ms. Marvel showing up out of nowhere makes no sense. Well, she's been in at Osborne Industries for the last couple of years. I I think he's talking about like her showing up on the scene of the warehouse exploding. But in fairness, it is in Jersey City, and like I said, only like ten people live out there, so it's not like yet another podcast where Jr. talks about his medical procedures. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're my age, you get you got a lot of them. I mean, that's just uh, you know, you know, when you're when you're young, you talk about sports. When you're when you're old, you talk about your health. Yeah. Who talk are these guys? Hi, you know. I'm Brad. Nice to see you, Spider Plush. There you go. Hi, I'm Neil. Uh, Vinkman says JR's recap was yeah. more entertaining than the issue. I give the issue a D and JR's yeah. review an A. <laughs> Thank you, Vinkman. <laughs> um, oh man, Milo dropping 10 bucks. Uh, I've got a question. Who's got the bigger head? Watu, the watcher or JR? <laughs> Wait, JR, can you stack names on the list? <laughs> can uh, you get away with insulting JR if you pay the podcast? I was about to say, I'm beginning to yeah, $10 a shot. Everybody gets one at JR. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm beginning to wonder if I ought to move Milo up above Adam Winchell and Mike Murdoch. I mean, P- P- Peter Palmer, though, when he said that, uh, you know, he when he said the cosplay girls were easier on the eyes than George and me. Uh, you Wait know. a minute. You remember the exact quotes of these on the list? What the oh. hell? I I never forget a thing. I carry a grudge for a lifetime. It's in the vault. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Trevia gives it an F because it makes no sense. Just feels like a big F you to Spider-Man fans who love Peter and Mary Jane. Uh, Trayvon says this issue issue was bad. Uh, Was this Wells take on Lost? I don't get it. Uh, Let's see. JR, let's see. There was time travel in season JR five. JR is maybe? so fun. Is there a pro list? Is there a positive list? Yeah, I got a pro list. Uh, we got um, uh, Ryan oh, Reed yeah. giving this an pros, F pros, all the pros. way, and JR is the best. JR is the governor. 
Like from The Walking Dead? Uh, I, oh, no, oh, yeah, from The Walking Dead. State. All right, JR, I want to hear pros out of you. You didn't give it an F or a D. Let me hear, hear what's positive about this. Well, uh, actually, I thought uh, John Romita Jr.'s art was a little better than it has been in some issues because no, everybody's nose looked normal. None of them looked like an electrical outlet this time. Um, I, you know, I... It, it, the story, it just was okay. There's nothing, there was nothing to recommend to it. I mean, I really don't have that many pros. It's not a story I'm interested in. Uh, you know, it, it's not really compelling anyway, any, any way, you know, we're just getting, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're just getting, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's on the next issues worse. It's going to be a lot of, of exposition. Uh, but you know, we're, we're just getting some background on an event that we've been promised was going to happen. And okay, here it is. <laughs> so, uh, Neil pros. Um, I actually think I, I, I have some issues with like the actual line art, but JRJR's layouts are phenomenal. Yep. I agree. I, I love JRJR's art. I, I think he's, uh, I, I think he's slipping a bit in terms of like how he actually draws anatomy and characters, but I think overall his layouts and how to make a page flow are still on top. Yeah. The colors will top say on this, this one. I will say this. He makes Peter, Peter Parker looks like a man. You know, other than, you know, some of the others who still seem to want to draw him as a, as a teenager. So, yeah. Uh, Craig, what do you like about the issue? Uh, well, I, I like the FF. I mean, they're, yeah. I mean, it's basically Spider-Man is a home invasion, home invader breaking in, stealing their stuff. <laughs> and, uh, is this like, is this like opposite home alone? They're just, the home they're just chilling. Trapped for the kid. Ben's trying to get the midnight snack and the Reed and Sue are like, what the hell are you doing? And he just has nothing to do with it. And I, they come off the best here. I mean, yeah, I like them. Uh, I do like that. Uh, according to the back panel, Lawrence Fishburne is performing on the moon girl soundtrack, apparently. <laughs> so we have, a, we have a pro for the ad on the back. I love it. It All says right. performances by diamond white and Lawrence Fishburne on the moon girl season one soundtrack. Real, real quick, Disney, when do, I, what, what do you, what do you guys think the thing has in a sandwich? Oh, let me get a picture of this so we can we can look. Um, okay, here's a good picture of the sandwich. You better not have gotten it at Subway, otherwise he's a class. Right. I see tomato, lettuce that looks like shredded cheese, a little bit of onion. Is that ham or and ham? Slime? It looks like. Yeah. Okay. I was not planning to be on the podcast. I actually was eating Subway when Brad messaged me in this podcast. <laughs> Traitor. <laughs> Man, I'm so sorry. This this um, podcast comes to you from Subway. <laughs> that uh, I had a Subway, Subway a few days ago, says Ultimate Plush. Okay, JR, uh, I guess I didn't get my pros. Uh, I do like the little fight with the FF. That, I'm yeah. with Craig on that. Um, and I kind of like uh, Peter and Norman interacting and Peter saying, you know what? I don't think it, and Norman going, I don't think it's ready yeah. yet. Whatever. Punch it. We got to go. Yeah, we got to go. So I thought, I think that was kind of cool. I'll say, and I'll say this. Oh, sorry. Real Brian. quick. Look at, look at Norman smiling when he says punch it. I, I think there's a little bit of Norman. Like I hope the little kid dies or <laughs> the guy dies or something. <laughs> He's got a little bit of that dog inside him still. Yeah, I hope he dies. Yeah. He's like, so if this ahead. doesn't work, it's going to look awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna blow up. What were you gonna say, Neil? I um, I do think that Wells actually does a pretty good job with the sense of urgency that he gives. Yeah. Art, it's artificial, obviously, and and we know that like it doesn't really matter in the end because MJ gets together with Paul, I guess. But from Peter's perspective, like his his race against time, 
is very well portrayed in his desperation to get past the FF, even if it means fighting them. Mm. I, I think it's artificially contrived, but the actual sense of tone is well portrayed. Yeah, I agree. Okay, are we ready for cons, Jr.? You lead this mm. one off. Um, I, you know, um, I hate the villain. You know, and uh, the villain's worthless. Uh, and really, it's it's mm. nothing. You know, again, it's like we're 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 still getting to the main the story. You know, I mean, this is just kind of like, uh, you know, next issue is the one where we'll finally find out something. So, um, you know, it's just very blah, very you know, very uh, uh, uneventful. To be to honest, be, to build off of that, Jr. <clears throat> I think this issue had a weird pacing problem. Like Peter spent three three uh, pages, uh, not even fighting Raven, just like plastic manning his way through the, through the star Trek, the motion picture backstage until he, un, until he finally Don't arrives in torpedoes un, until he finally arrives in hell York. And, um, but I don't, I don't know why I needed to see three pages of, uh, Rabin, uh, menacingly staring at Peter. Congratulations. You, you didn't scare him at all. And it's just him. It's, it's like kindred where he just stood there pontificating for most of his screen time. Oh, it took a nice shot to the gut. Look at that. <laughs> from, from, the blade of, from the blade of decay, whatever that is, the uh, Rabin's weapon, or Wayup's weapon. Or it, looks like the sludge, it looks like the sludge from Prometheus. Um, I'm surprised yeah. no one mentioned um, Ms. Marvel. Seems a bit out of place, doesn't she? I don't care. A little shoehorned in here. F in the chat, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> have, you been, I, spoiled, have you been spoiled, Neil, about the next issue or something? Well, I read this thing. I read this thing called Entertainment Weekly. It had a really cool article on it. You should check it out. <laughs> I'm just still confused about why she's offended that Norman Osborn is in Jersey City. I so, mean, to it's be like, fair, would you would you want the guy who yeah. ran semi fascist organization Hammer and is a known like superhuman terrorist on your front lawn when your main job is <laughs> but, just but she's already him. working for him. But this is <laughs> this is a flashback. <laughs> This, oh, uh, this is before she got the job. Have you been yeah, to Jersey, uh, though? Will no one really make it that much worse? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, know, I know nothing about Jersey except the Sopranos, so I apologize. To all the hey, hey, down the uh, hall and tunnel, baby. Uh, yeah, yep, makes no sense. Uh, it's hard to believe, Milo says. It's been two years since Norman's been a good guy. I'm shocked it hasn't been reverted by now. Mm. Um. How could you forget, Brad, about the stellar appearance of known ASM regular Ms. Marvel? I sorry about that, Radiac. I'm, I'm shocked all I 12, forgot. All twelve pages of it. I, I know. All twelve right? panels of it. Or panels, yeah. sorry. Uh yeah. cons, fellas. What do you what do you got, Craig? What what didn't you like? Um so uh, like I said, I like the the Peter. I didn't like Peter's interaction with the FF, but I kind of liked it as, like you said, it's it's like uh, he's a sense of urgency. But then in the following panel, he's calmly walking down into the subway. He's riding the subway. He's sitting down. He's walking to the uh, to the into the warehouse. I mean, shouldn't he be running? I know he doesn't want to use his spider suit or anything, but uh, like back in back in black, he wasn't using his spider suit. But he was like still using his powers to tear across the city but top speed. To, to be fair, his his identity was revealed back then. Yeah, I know, but still, there doesn't seem to be a sense of urgency here. Like he's sitting on the on the subway, like, oh well, uh, uh, got him forty five minutes. Maybe because he's hiding from the Human Torch, so he didn't have yeah, to get in another does, big he, fight. He I does say, so. like, I mean, he can't really. Yeah. He, he makes a point that like he can't go into the subway because he'll literally just torch everybody up. So I think Peter kind of 
doesn't really have is kind of boxed himself and he kind of can only walk. He can't really like run faster than the subway. So yeah. Right. Um Rabin's space Rabin here, like in, in the in the outer space. It looks like he should be with the giant face. Uh, where even his, even his mustache is see-through, you can see the stars. Uh, <laughs> he looks like he should be demanding Kirk to bring him a starship. Uh, I, I don't what know. What does God need? What does Raven need with a starship? Excuse, excuse me. <laughs> what does Wyab need with a starship? Yeah, and, and then Paul stabs him like uh, two pages later. And for as far as we know, in this issue, that's it. Threat averted. So I mean, it's it's really yeah. This, from this framing, it does kind of look like Paul got him. I don't know. Yeah. In in fairness, it, it we do have kind of like third act uh, blindness, to, and that's c- because it releases without a third act attached to it. <clears throat> yeah. So we don't have that added context of the next issue. But I was like, oh, well, that's it. Okay, I'm I'm fine with that. I don't care about Raven. The more they use him, the less interesting he becomes. Yeah. Um, cons about the kids. Any thoughts care. on the kids? That looks like Mary Jane's kid, but I guess it's not. Well, that's that's for next that's, issue. That's the next issue, but man, talk about a literal red herring. Also, they changed yeah. they changed the the kid with the with the brown hair, the boy, to look a bit more like Paul for some reason. Like he has the he had like the the blacker hair. Yeah, because because in, in earlier issues, it the kid looked suspiciously like Peter did, but now they've kind of undone it to make him look more like Paul. They should have given him a soul patch. To make him look more like Paul. <laughs> I like this comment from uh, Ryan. This is Ego, the living planet, the <laughs> early years. <laughs> this is the ultimate version of Galactus. Yeah. Peter believes in mass pra- transportation, uh, Craig. So that's what Ryan says. I have no idea. Uh, what that Owen means. looks like a young Marv Wolfman. Marv Wolfman. <laughs> I have no. I'm going to be honest. I have no frame of reference for that. So I hate Tevia. Well, you're in the minority, Tevia. Everyone loves Paul. I need you need to get your stuff together. All right. Listen, man, listen, man. The minute they announced the magnificent Mr. Marvel, I'm that's a day one pre-order for me. I can't oh. wait. He's all awesome. Right. Um, all right. We've got Neil on the next one. Let me get my uh, image up here for you, Neil. I, I just want to say uh, I don't like yeah. MJ with the headband. I don't know why she's yeah. I, I, well, too bad because you're stuck yeah. with it for the next. I know. I know. Years. In the next one. <laughs> and and spoiler for the next issue. I mean, I don't know. MJ is four years older. Hey, look, it's Sarah Connor. Uh, Let's go. Yeah. Anyway, come with sorry. me if you want sucky comics. <clears throat> oh, I thought you were going somewhere way different with that one. <laughs> <laughs> come with me if you want to lift. Uh, oh, he he really sounded like a Terminator with that uh, cutting out. <clears throat> oh, am I cutting out? A little. Okay. Let me open. Hang on, uh, Craig and Jr. Can you hear it, or is it just me? I can. Oh, I can hear both of you talking. Okay, because I can hear Brad cutting out, but oh. <clears throat> I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I hear you. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. So let me get this image up here, which is a good looking cover. I love the red blending mm. into the back with all Mary Jane's hair. It's, a, it's okay. All right. ASM, what is it number? Eight, nine, nine, one, nine, 919. 919. Yep. What do we got, Neil? Take me through it. By the way, how much do right, we pay God. for this book? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you paid $10. Oh, my plus God. Tax. Let's see if this is a $10 value that I paid for. <laughs> Isn't this 
Imagine, oh, $6.99. Oh, Neil's got what? the actual physical copy in front of him. Very good. Yeah, $6.99. I'm not. Okay. That's Craig. I said Neil. <laughs> oh, I apologize. What, JR, you got the, the Greg Land cover over the John Romita Jr. Oh, cover? Well, that's, really? more reflect, that's more reflective of the, book, of the book's quality. It's a Greg Land uh, tier read. All right. Mr. <laughs> Comics, you, you paid 20 bucks for what? Ooh. What was 20 bucks, man? Okay, uh, Neil. Okay, uh, take me through this one. In April of 2022, we got the question: What did Peter do? Now, in what what month did we get this? It's May, right? I forgot. It's May 2023. Yeah, this one came out in May. Yeah, yeah. May 2023. And now in May 2023, we finally get the answer, which was nothing. He didn't do anything. Uh, So we cut back to the end of issue 22. Uh, also, the creative team is Wells uh, and Carrie Andrews and John Romita Jr. Uh, Carrie Andrews, for those of you who have not read Spider Satellites, was the writer and artist of that god-awful Amazing Fantasy miniseries where Uncle Ben uh, railed on Mermaid or something. I don't remember exactly <laughs> what happened. PG-13. 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 Uh, also, amazing. I mean, Spider-Man Rain is what Kara Andrews is also more known for. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There's Kara Andrews. I forgot. Why, why were they letting me read Spider-Man issue again? I don't know. Yeah. So we begin at the end of issue 22, where Peter is fighting uh, ancient Mayan god Wayab, and Peter gets slapped with the uh, spider tracer that MJ and he were given by Paul. And they get tossed through the por- Peter gets tossed through the portal, and uh, Paul shoves Wayab through the portal, cutting him in half. Um, elsewhere, uh, is it Raven or Rabin? Whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Cool. Whatever I want uh, is mourning the loss of uh, Wayab, and goes, "Hey, wait a second! I can be a god. Fun times. That's like a Star Trek episode." Mm-hmm. Um, MJ gets infested with the soul of Shy Town Spidey, and she slaps the ever-loving <laughs> crap out of Paul. Says for her to leave. Says for her to leave her alone. <laughs> By the Snack power the of Chicago, I slap Snack. you. <laughs> Smack the glasses right off his head. Oh man! But Paul recovers like the Giga Chad he is, and uh, decides the what? The, what? The, the Giga Chad he is. What's a Giga Chad? Jr. and I are over uh, thirty. <laughs> that's your problem (laughs) okay (laughs) and that's for me to know and for you to find out all right all right all right so a month later uh mj has a gun mj's Uh, got a gun everybody (laughs) run mary jane watson's got a gun (laughs) and uh paul has some iron man holograms and he's like hey Look at this. It's like a slot machine. Sort of like that thing you said to Peter at the end of Amazing Spider-Man number 42 about jackpots and stuff. I'm going to do some science. Uh, yeah. Three months later, Raven gets blown out by MJ with her Sarah Connors gun. Those eyes. Damn. It, it looks Let's like it looks like go. a Rob Liefeld looking... Uh, uh, 90s. Oh, we got oh, Mike in the house. You're hey, right. Mike. You're, you're... I just kidding. I flew back. Ah, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good God. Jesus What's up Christ. with the microphones tonight? God, fellas. <laughs> all right. I'm going to unmute Mike and try it again. Oh, my Kevin, God. Kevin, help us all. Chat. <laughs> Get ready. 
Mike is unmuted now. Go ahead, Mike. No, oh, Mike's I, done. Right. Good God. All right. Okay. I, think I just got shot in the ear by MJ's ear gun. <laughs> okay. So anyways, uh, Sarah Connor and her boyfriend are realize that Raven will never uh, stop chasing them, and they decide to uh, mm-hmm. leave Hell York. MJ okay. looks up into the sky, says, Peter, please come. This guy scares me. I'm, I'm tired. My feet hurt. <laughs> What the hold and up, tiger? She, <laughs> and she leaves. Yeah. Uh, three months later, uh, Paul and MJ just find some boxes in the middle of the woods for no reason. It's like an it's like an RPG loot drop. And <laughs> I got that reference. I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, Paul and can make all kinds of stuff with his magic math, but he can't. Mike, make food. we can hear you. <laughs> yes. it's like, is it like Harry, is, is it like Harry Potter where you can't transform things into food because it breaks? I, magic physics or something. I don't Who know. Knows? Here, real quick. Uh, Milo says, my ears. Tevia says, my ears. Oh, my God, Mike. Hell space needs standardized equipment. <laughs> I love that laughing. I love the 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 profile picture makes it worth it. Just the Mike Murdoch. <laughs> uh, you, blew, you blew my ears out, Mike. Thank you. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, um, after Paul and MJ find a rare loot drop, they hear a crashing in the cabin and decide, oh, hey, look, some more rare items to find. But instead, they find two children uh, who say, do you know the Scribble Man? The Scribble Man? The Scribble Man. Do you know the Scribble Man? <laughs> Who's the Scribble Man? I understand oh. the reference. Um, oh, look at the art where it's supposed to. Oh, I see. look at that. That's implying something, isn't it? Yeah. They look like garden gnomes. <laughs> garden gnomes. <laughs> it, it's garden gnomes. <laughs> Don't give really Marvel short. any ideas. They'll they're go into your garden. Patch version, they're Cabbage Patch Kid versions of MJ and Paul. She's really <laughs> short. So, so uh, one week later, in the middle of their tent from Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows, uh, Owen, Owen's like, bad touch, stranger danger, as MJ's trying to get him, uh, tell him he's safe. And outside, Paul is designing a new lab and says, hey, you know, so those kids are kind of a drain on our resources. They're they're a legendary item drop, but they're they're taking up too much inventory space. Maybe we should eat them to survive. And um, <laughs> oh, MJ, MJ MJ makes a uh, charisma roll and says uh, gets a nat twenty. Says no way, Jose. And Paul goes, yeah, okay, good talk. <laughs> he just gives I, up. I said chemistry between these two. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's just bleeding off the it's just it's just oozing off the page, isn't it? It's a love story so any, for the ages. So, anyways, one month later, uh Owen, I guess his name. I thought he was the other one. Uh so Stephanie and the other one are eating, and the other one lets MJ hug her. Cool character growth. Um three months later, Jesus Christ, pull the page <laughs> of Paul. What yeah. happened oh, yeah. to these two? Look at yeah. him. Apparently, no wonder, yeah. she, no wonder well, she left Peter for this guy. He's freaking jacked. See, you know, at this during the three months that three month gap, Paul used his magic math and discovered how do you find protein powder? Yes, and, uh, there we go. He, <laughs> he, wow. he found he found pre-workout in the in the inventory drop of the next drop point. Way powder. They're one of they're one of the two teams left on the map. Uh, the Battle Royale map is shrinking, though, and I think Rabin's going to find them soon. Um, they're designing a miniaturized version of the uh, slot mechanics for the microtransaction feature. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
fair. And uh, the device falls off, and Paul and MJ share the BS movie trope of they cold hands by accident for catching something in the steering tutor's eyes. Uh, and a montage occurs of. Uh, hold, on. hold on. Here we go. Right there, boys. Yeah. Uh, but that's all we get. That's all we get. All right. Uh, we have a montage. Like Neil said, let's see the montage. Raindrops keep falling on my head. So the montage stops halfway in the winter when Paul says, So I figured out that those steroids uh, ruined my ability to get up. <laughs> so. Well, so basically, his last name is actually No Johnson. So we finally find his name. Or it's Edie. That's great. Uh, <laughs> in the summers, they peel potatoes. Sure. Okay. And then they just stare at each other. Haunting chemistry, guys. Um, yeah. Then next panel, MJ is shooting, a, I guess, a mindless one with her Sarah Connor gun. And then I guess they use some Doctor Strange witchcraft stuff to uh, fortify their house. Okay. And, you know, all, all is well in Hell York. Or the, or the hell countryside, whichever it is. It might be Texas. It looks like Texas. Anyways, um, Paul and MJ are having fun with the kids, and um, the other one looks out into the closet and says, I don't like the way this one is looking at me. And it turns out, oh, hey, there's Raven. He's got the Thanos blade from Avengers, Infinity, from Avengers Endgame, <laughs> and he's going to use it. And um, a fight scene ensues. Uh, and MJ goes, you know what? It's time to use the Omnitrix from Ben 10. You bring the sword, go. And then it just shoots out cotton candy. Um, <laughs> it's just the Omnitrix. Look at it. Uh, yeah, it oh. is. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Chicken winner dinner. But, okay. Anyways. Um, <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. Anyways, mm. Wayab, go, or not Wayab, Raven goes, I don't know who you are. And then instead of Wanda blowing him out, he, he just tosses her aside. Bye. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Deus Ex Peter comes to save the day. And uh, we cut to John Romita Jr., where the art looks way worse. Um, um, not only that, he's just reusing the five. After pulling the it, panels again from the previous after, issue. After pulling a Jonathan Hickman, we cut to Peter somehow getting them back home. And uh, MJ goes, you know what? These kids don't have any ID. Um, I'm going to stay with them. Bye. And Peter leaves. He doesn't put up any argument whatsoever. Okay, bye. And um, Peter gets confronted in an alleyway slash park by the Fantastic Four. They have a little fight scene. Human Torch does not have any chill whatsoever. And eventually the fight ends. When Captain America tosses take, him off, let's the take a look at the the fight. He punches the torch bare, barehanded, burns his hand. Mm. I think that that was cool. Um, but anyways, Captain America appears out of nowhere and says, "Okay, go away, Peter. Uh, you've been you've been excommunicated from the superhuman community until the plot demands otherwise." Um, <laughs> goodbye. And we get a montage of I guess what's either the past or the future of what's to come where Peter is now punching Paul instead of Paul punching Peter, because mm -hmm. there was not enough in discontinuity in this book to begin with. And uh, meanwhile, back in hell, York, uh, Robin's corpse says, um, Hey, look, I'm back guys. Uh, the Scarlet woman must die to be concluded with the death of Miss Marvel at ASM 26. Oh, <laughs> <spoilers. gasps> 
Here, real quick, you, you want to sum up the, the Black Cat story real quick, too? Oh, yeah. They go to Idaho. Peter remakes the joke from uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, where he runs across the golf course, but it's way less funny. Um, yeah, true. And Felicia's just MJ with platinum blonde hair. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, um, all right. Uh, Neil, what's your grade on this one? Good, good summary. That was good. Okay, so... I give the main one a C, yeah. and I give the backup a B minus. Oh, I thought you would have not liked the backup. Mm. Okay. okay, the back. The, I'll, I'll get into my thoughts on the backup later. And yeah, let's just get grades line. going around. Also, chat, feel free to put in uh, what your grades are. A couple pros and cons out of you, chat. Uh, Jr. This one, uh, the main story and the backup. Main story gave it a D. Uh, the backup. <laughs> uh, Forgettable. <C-minus>. Forgettable. Forgettable, <laughs> isn't it? Um, we got Mike, uh, D plus for the main, uh, about maybe about a C plus for the, um, backup actually. What was your grade on the previous issue, Mike? Oh, that was a straight D minus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Craig, uh, main story. I'll give it a D backup story. B minus it's inconsequential, but yeah. not insulting like the main story is. Uh, I'll give the main story a C minus and I guess uh, the second one, uh, a C because it's very forgettable. It's it it's an F for what it is, which is a pad mm-hmm. to make us pay the ten, whatever the was it seven ninety nine six ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it, it's totally a, a fluff. Someone can do math better than I can apparently because I forgot how much this issue costs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right, we got Mike Murdoch with an F minus. <laughs> uh, main grade for Mike, uh, Mister Comics. Main grade Ooh. B plus. Backup A plus. Funny as hell. Oh, okay. Uh, T-Man says it's an F. Zeb got to be one of the AMS writers for this, from this to shed. F to the okay. I don't know what that means. Ryan Reed, F to the I think he meant ASM, not, yeah. American Man, Amazing Man Spider. Jeffrey says, I like Spidey speeding up to the FF and Cap. Reminds me of the old series when Peter did his own thing. Jay Lopez, F. Let's see. Michael says, F, 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 F. Uh, Tevia, I give this big book a big F because it's it's gar- garage. <laughs> it's, a, it's a garage. It makes no well, sense for Mary yeah. Jane to leave Peter Parker but for these Mike, random kids who shouldn't even be garage. alive in the post-apocalyptic universe. Uh, this gets more Fs than Gordon Ramsay in a kitchen. Says Milo. <laughs> I can't believe uh, it got worse in slot than Spider Verse. I can't believe it. Tevion, this is so bad. Mm-hmm. I hate this book so much. <laughs> Death of Miss Marvel. Oh, the irony. I don't even blame Zeb Wells anymore. Stupid is as stupid does. This is the editor's fault at this point. This is garbage. Uh, Peter is not doing pinch out moves on jo- Johnny. I thought, I think he went to say like Mike Tyson punch out. Punch out? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yep. They're so enraged or mistyping. It's like body blow, body blow. Fight, fight, fight. Let's see. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Let's see. <laughs> Oh yeah, and Neil's doing a reenactment of the. Uh, of the fight. Wait, wait a second! How is there a gym in this po- post-apocalyptic universe? Well, you see, it's called steroids. magic math. It's magic yeah. math, Tevia. Everything says they got steroids. Says so Neil. Uh, that's that's this why is some BS. <laughs> that's, that's 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 why that's what he didn't tell MJ. The stero- the steroids did damage to him. Yes, uh, it's yeah. the road as told by Zeb Wells. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there a way to zoom in a camera? I don't know. Uh, 
F minus for the whole book, says Matt. So I give this issue a big F. Um, with the exception of Mr. Comics, I think everyone in chat really despises this book. Um, oh, you think? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I, I've read worse, though. I, I also oh, have read yeah. worse. I, I feel like we're dealing with a lot of recency bias because we're, we're, deal we're not dealing yeah. right now with Peter Parker being homeless and dealing with John Byrne's attraction to minors. So we're not there yet. And let's face it, this is not this is not quite on the level of one more day, and it's certainly not one moment in time levels of bad. It's don't get me wrong, this is bad, but it's not yeah. it's not or it's not the worst you've ever seen or other thing I've ever so read. Neil, let's hear your pros out of the book. What was good? So this is gonna be weird, but I honestly think Carrie Andrews should have been the main artist on this title instead of JRJR. Because mm -hmm. JRJR mm -hmm. isn't bad, but I think Carrie Andrews has a much tighter art style and a bit more of a cartoony one. And given that Ed McGinnis is the other guy on the rotation, I feel like they mm -hmm. would have had a bit more artistic consistency between the two titles if they'd gone with a more cartoony art style instead of the JRJR art style. Yeah. And yeah. And it, even though Carrie Anders, I mean, even we're making fun of the fact that how like they looks all swole in some of these panels. Um, the, the it's, art it's is decent cheesecake. <laughs> oh yeah. But the art in this, in the, in the Carrie Anders stuff is, is, is actually very dynamic kind of stuff. I mean, like this. And I think it's, it's, I don't know if they're using a different, if he's using a different uh, colorist or anchor than they used that he used with the Spider-Man Rain, but it kind of really does pop on some of these panels, actually. And it's very. Yeah, let me check the anchor for. It says Carrie Andrews and Scott Hanna are the anchors. I'm assuming Carrie Andrews inked his own stuff and Scott Hanna inked the John Romita Jr. So right. Like, I think it was the last time, last mm -hmm. issue. I think it's the colorist because mm -hmm. Andrews did his Andrews did his own colors for. Um, Spider-Man Reign, and I think oh, it's okay. for Amazing Fantasy. Yeah, but I think I think Marcio Menyes does a great job of adding a lot of polish and shine to. Oh yeah, Andrews's interiors. I mean, yeah, I mean it's 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 very. I mean, even in the stuff with like even it, I mean even in the stuff when they're just kind of sitting around and everything like this, it's very crisp. It's very clean. It's it's almost it's and uh, you, and it's and it's it gets dynamic and everything. FBI, like, don't move. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, granted, there are port like again that swole panel. Everything's making me like fun of with it, but like how they're all jacked and everything like this. But again, it's there is a lot. I Meaning there's a lot of dynamic dynamicism to it and yeah and when you cut to the uh, john ramita jr stuff it's very it's super jarring to say the least and it just kind of pale, and the ramita stuff although yeah it can, it can be great it pales in comparison to this and it's, oh i disagree strongly well okay, um, I'll, I'll say this ramita's uh layouts are great but i think andrews has a much better final execution on the actual pages rather than the breakdowns mm-hmm Look, I, um, I, get, I, I get we like I get we like John Romita Jr. in this house, but yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I, I'm a I, bit more willing to call it where I see it. Well, I, I'm calling it where I see it. I've I've liked his stuff for what forty years, Jr. How long have we liked Jr. Jr. Forty uh, years on Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, it, I was about to say. It, I think what his first one was uh, the Hobgoblin the issues, wasn't it? Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's been this, forty years. I'm not years. saying his old stuff is bad. I'm just saying that like since since uh, after his Hulk run with Greg Pak, I think his art has gone downhill in terms of quality. I think actually he's brought it back up from his Avengers run, which I it's, thought it's was a low it's point. It's better than like his time on All Star Batman and uh, Avengers. Superman. But, it's not it yeah. or Action Comics, but I, anyway, I, I still right. think he's not at that same height he was back in the eighties and nineties. Uh, other pros. What have we not mentioned, <laughs> fellas? I, I will say I I didn't hate MJ like having compassion for the plot device kids. 
That's what I'm going to call them now. Plot. I'm going to call them plot and device because that's what yeah. they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, something to move the plot along. I, I appreciated MJ having compassion even in like these really bleak post-apocalyptic circumstances. It felt relatively in character for her. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I how I feel about her adopting a maternal like that much of a maternal role with them, but I guess there's not really much wiggle room on that. Well, here's the thing: I wouldn't go as far as say it's a pro, but I actually understand a, it a little bit. I mean, she's not going to leave these kids. I mean, they're kids. She's not going to leave these kids alone. Granted, it's very strongly implied that these kids are basically creations of Raven, but he's at the, we'll the talk about that. We'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, it's very much implied, but I understand the motive, and, uh, and even the conversation with Peter at the end when we get back to the remedial stuff. I mean, I don't under I don't I don't necessarily I didn't necessarily hate the thing that that scene because I mean you can again if you're taking it in. If, if if you get remove all the like the regular BS surrounding the, how they got there, I mean, what she's saying is that she's like, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like in terms, like, yeah, she spent four years with this guy, um, I, and I, also these kids and everything like this. And so, it's this is a common trope in the, like in other stories, like where the person is basically isolated for like you know you know like on a desert, like you know in a desert island or someplace you know far away from their loved one, and they form supposed to form a bond with this person. And and also and then and yeah and also keep in mind MJ comes from a broken home. She's not going to be a, and so she's not going to be a person who tries to like if it's just, she's not instantly going to just go back to Peter just because oh you know oh he's back I guess yeah. after yeah, four years right mm. yeah exactly and I don't and I think um, the thing about that is like and she, again she's and again from her standpoint she's not going to want to abandon abandon these guys like after they've been through and Peter rightfully is like also very up angry and confused and upset because it's like for him it's only been like what a month and so it's like i don't understand this and everything i I appreciate that peter doesn't like throw a fit in a public area which would have been very easy to do for like you know general hospital drama but he keeps his cool and like he respects her wishes even though he goes back on it by the time issue one rolls around right but i i do kind of appreciate that peter kind of takes it on the chin and lives with it it's it's his ben cisco moment where he just kind of lives Mm -hmm. with it because yeah, but to. again, I wouldn't go say so far as like a pro thing. It, I mean, like I'm saying, I can understand what at least what they're trying, what they're what the attempt is here. Well, I, how, I, how I, 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 I feel like I misspoke making it a pro, but it's more yeah. just like you know, people. It's more of a reaction to like people going like MJ was out of character this issue. Like M, M, MJ, MJ was awful in this issue. It's like I, I feel like we're overreacting a little bit. I feel like it was fine. Mm-hmm. A pro out of me, I like the Fantastic Four fight. I specifically the mm-hmm. fight between the two brothers, essentially brothers, mm-hmm. uh, between the Human Torch and Spidey. He's so ticked. I also uh, like that Peter is um, just ticked. I also like that Reed and, Reed and Sue are like the voices of reason and trying to stop it from escalating. They're just kind of like, uh, okay, now boys, give, boys, give, calm give, down, boys. Mom, mom and dad, give him, step in. Yeah, give, <laughs> give him some serotonin. He'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can even you can even say Captain America in this scene was basically like because uh, here's the guy who's the man from man out of time and so he would probably better than anybody kind of understand the situation like hey look you know knowing exactly that you know having M, you know MJ back like which he explains it when he hears it, when he heard the situation here it's like basically like look you know I as Cap he's like look I understand what Peter's going through because I've been in that similar situation before in fact there was a very good storyline similar where he goes to <laughs> Dimension Z and everything like they're that they're actually talking about that in Sentinel Liberty uh, this past week as so, uh, yeah, drawn by John Romita Jr. Mm-hmm. oh no it's all time is a flat circle <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, well, yeah it's all connected 
Mm-hmm. I, I I think you had something there with the cap stuff. I'm actually I actually think Wells writes a decent Captain America who is like able to see through kind of the fog of war and mm-hmm. irrationality, especially mm-hmm. after what Peter pulled in issue 23, where Peter just beats the crap out of him and runs away. Right. Right. I, I I think Wells actually does a pretty good bit with Cap, where he's like, "We'll give him some space, kind of let let him kind of sort things out on his own. He can come back when he's ready." I I editorialized Cap saying, "Go away, Peter. You're you're not welcome anymore." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I think that um, his characterization of Cap is actually pretty solid, mm-hmm. all things considered. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at that. He's lost everything. Uh, he's mm-hmm. lost his girl. He lost his closest superhero confidence. He lost his money. What? He lo- he lost oh, he's lost money. money. Yes. Yeah. I mean that. That is and actually a really good panel uh, without context. Mm-hmm. With um, Spider-Man, it, some of the best stories are when his um, uh, Peter like side and his Spider-Man side collide, and he's lost mm-hmm. something from both sides. So that's a pro for me. Mm-hmm. I, do, I don't. I don't like that. that. I don't like that Zeb Wells found this picture of me and sent it to JRJR and said, "Hey, use this as reference." (laughs) (laughs) Do you want a contest that you can put into a comic? Now, here's a question, fellas: Is this an error or is this them messing with us? Because the last time we saw this panel, Paul was punching Peter. I think Mm -hmm. I don't. Is this an error or is he messing with us? I I don't think I don't think this is I don't think this is an error. I think this is a clue for something more going on, and it's like. So there's either two things going on. Yeah. There is some reality warping hanky-panky or there's yeah. some kind of double timeline things going on. Because remember, we're dealing with a story where basically they can use the power of mathematics and symbols to basically rewrite reality as we know it. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, I mean, like basically create stuff. So I'm wondering if this was kind of like if Wells is like, ha see, there's a little clue that maybe something might actually be wrong with this picture because you saw that we saw like in asm7 you know paul punching peter and in this one it's peter punching paul and again he's wearing and again the colors are different because i mean in terms mm. of what you know peter was well, wearing peter, the peter's red not, hoodie peter's, peter's shape peter is like unshaven in issue seven i just kind of noticed that yeah and so it's like and so something's going on here that it's showing that i'm kind of wondering if whether or not there's something being with sort of being you know, altered here. You know what? Like I think you're honest. Some, I think you're on Yeah. Some. That's something because, because again, if we go back in early in the story, um, Paul did mention something about how, when they're using this quantum symbology stuff that they were able to kind of, you know, he found patterns. To, he found patterns in, in the symbology. That's right. And again, one of, if we, if anyone's read the, uh, uh, the Mary Jane jackpot, mini this thing is when they get that, when she gets that triple seven, one of the powers is that she can just rewrite reality in a localized area. So I'm wondering, not the same saying she did that, but, but I'm wondering if that's kind of what's hinting is going on here, that something was actually, that something happened one way, but something is being made to look like it happened another way for someone for, you know, like, I think it'd be hilarious. Like if MJ, MJ pulled out the Omnitrix and goes, all right, big numbers, baby, big numbers. And she gets, <laughs> and she gets three skulls and all the kids, the kids just explode. Oh yeah. Yeah. If I mean, she, if, like, she, if she said big bucks, no whammies, I'd give the book an A. No right. whammies. Yeah. Big numbers, baby, big numbers. Right. So somebody's using magic. So, so what I'm calling them. Somebody's using their, what I'm 
would jokingly call the magic math to kind of rewrite something. The magic like math. I think I tried yeah, to take magic. that. I think magic. it is because literally is what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, it's, it's just probably it's just Scarlet Witch mechanics. Yeah, yeah exactly. Probability manipulation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Jr. Thoughts before we move on. You know, uh, something that I among many things that bothers me is I just really have no context for understanding a lot of things. I mean, what is this world? I mean, the, yeah. the two kids are there, but nobody else is. I mean, is it a, is it a, uh, is it like, and why was Paul, I mean, I, I, I don't even know what happened with this world. What is it? <laughs> I, okay. So from what I can, yeah. from what I can gather, it's like an alternate future. And I'll, I have a couple of answers. So the first, I think that the kids are like math magic that way or that Raven used when he was like, Hey, I'm going to be a God now. <laughs> um, I, I think that he did some evil magic stuff and the kids are like constructs he made. Well, and you could get a clue of that because he's literally yeah. drawing like what looked like two little chibi heads in the dirt. Like he's scribbling it yeah. there. So there's two of those little things that he's like, that he draws the like among us. us. He draws the among yeah. us characters. Bundle, bundle things. And the other thing is, too, is there's a little bit more stuff about Paul, basically, well, where he, when he's in the hospital, when the doctor comes out to talk to MJ, he's like, yeah, well, we can't really find any kind of his birth records or anything like this. So his story about him being taken to this place doesn't really match up because, you know, so they're trying to like, so, so they're like, oh, maybe maybe Paul isn't actually from the 616. Maybe he's a construct, too, or something. Maybe that's, oh, you know, who knows, you know, all this other also, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure Paul was able to kind of survive because I think he mentioned he was part of Raven's like original math magic team. Yeah. Right. So but he doesn't. He knows the he knows kind of the basics to evade Raven. Maybe. Right. You know? But there's also stuff in there about the doctor talking about like we can't find any kind of records of his medical records at all. So, new mystery box, baby. Who yeah, more. So, yeah, they're piling the mystery box on there. All right. I guess we're gonna get. I guess it sounds like we're already in the con already. So, but um, yeah. So on the uh, Scarlet of uh, the Sarah Connor page at the top, when Wayab is running away, like uh, I don't know, like Doctor Claw or something, uh, saying next time you start <laughs> woman, uh, he says, "I will return when you accept your bindings." And then a few pages later, they find the kids, and all of a sudden they have to take care of these kids. Are the kids mm -hmm. the bindings? And then Raven comes back that he's making them accept. Yes, that is the implicate. Yeah. That is kind of the that is the subtext here. What's going on here? Yeah, mm. yeah, that's um, the sub that, yeah. And, and also, oh, anything else, Craig? Uh, what were you else going to uh, say? Just another thing, uh, when Mike and uh, Neil were talking a few minutes ago, um, it just occurred to me now, uh, and it's been years since I saw the movie, but has anyone seen the movie Cast Away with Tom Hanks? Yep. Yeah. That's exactly uh, it. Yeah. I, 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 all of a sudden, I was like, wow, okay, so this is kind of a parallel where Tom Hanks is trapped in this island. He has to get back to the woman he loves, and then when he finally does, spoiler alert, she's already moved on, gotten married, and had a kid. Uh, but Tom Hanks mm. doesn't want to like break up his relationship, and I'm like, wow, I wonder if Zeb Wells watched Tom Hanks watch this oh, movie, yeah. and then mm -hmm. got, maybe got some inspiration for what he wanted to do with this giant plot. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, it's this not is not like one, but yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, there's there's I mean there's there's lots of stories that play with this idea. There's one that was there was even one called um, what was it? You know, one true you know one true lover. There's some really bad Lifetime movie thing where they dealt with a similar subject and everything like this. There's there's this goes back to like um there was actually a poem written in like the you know 18th century. I guess I forgot who the poem was, but it's, it's a similar thing of guy who gets shipwrecked out at sea, comes back to find that the woman he loves has actually married his best friend and moved on, and he doesn't get thing. There's like all kinds of this is a common thread here throughout, yeah. you know. So yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, so way ways you, there are ways you can handle it. I mean, that have been that have been it's been done before, 
And it's just this is Wells taking on a similar idea. I wouldn't be surprised if he got some of those if he's like, if he got if it's a similar setup thing, like if he got or inspiration from some of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just it just came to me all of a sudden that I was like, Oh, oh yeah, there's, yeah. There's very there's some parallels between that movie and this mm-hmm. or this oh, yeah. mission. Yeah. If you go, let's take a let's look at the preview for this coming week's uh, issue of Amazing Spider-Man, which we'll review probably in a few weeks. Uh, I put the preview up on uh, the front page of the crawl space. You can click on spider previews. Um, here are the pages inside. So there, which one will fall? I wonder what, which one <laughs> oh, it yeah. will be. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um, my bet no, is the one right by his head. Jeez. Anyway, yeah. here is the it's first big, page. It's big numbers. <laughs> yeah. The clue is where so, Spider-Man's head is actually positioned, folks. <laughs> you notice that? Is this Kamala over here? Who is this? Yeah, yeah, that's supposed to be Kamala. Well, Khan. it's it's supposed yeah, to be. She says Kamala. Kamala Khan. Khan. like her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Looks we got like your uh, our, our savior over here. Norman Osborn flies in. My man, the hero. Yeah. yeah. Pepsi man. Got, let's go. Uh, glad to hear that, Norman. Uh, because I'm here too. Sorry, that was a ter- terrible entrance. More yeah, like a terrible exit, young lady. Which is hilarious because it's like, yeah, you're you're here too. Yeah, literally, your whole your that thing. And Kamala says, "Can we pretend I said something cool, Ms. And Marvel?" The rest. <laughs> Peter yeah. is really shocked. Ms. Marvel's in his book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. And then so that's all the, the previews I have. However, yeah. Um, and if you've been following this online, mm-hmm. uh, this thing got leaked. Uh, who the Oh, Google error. Hold on. Um, mm-hmm. This thing got leaked big time. And oh yes, spoilers. If you have avoided the internet, um, <laughs> congratulations. You're, congratulations. congratulations. I, wish, I wish I could. Be, I wish I could be you. Mm-hmm. This was spoiled two weeks early, uh, yep. which is just insane. I'm trying to load, uh, do a little behind the scenes stuff. It got spoiled two weeks early. Marvel had to do uh, a little bit of uh, catch up uh, mm-hmm. to get out in front of this, or there's a theory that Marvel released it themselves to get all this publicity. There's some theory out there that that happened. Was it a flop or a psyop? Your choice, baby. Hey, are right. you believe Marvel yeah. was behind all of it? Even the leaks? Oh yeah. I think Marvel's desperate for attention. I mean, they're just, everything is just, everything Marvel does anymore just reeks of desperation. Right. Uh, you know, that's, it's, you know, right. there are Disney's already scared about the movie that the movie's going to be a flop. Uh, you know, what, and what plus movie? they, the Marvels. the Marvels. The Marvels. Oh, the, oh, the Marvels. Okay. You know, I mean, and, uh, they're trying to gin up Marvel's trying to gin up interest for the, the mini series are no doubt going to have about her later on or whatever. Just, uh, you know, it's, it's all a, uh, no, I don't believe this. Anything about this was accidental. Okay. Uh, let's see here. We've got, I'm going to, I'm going to read you the press release I got from Marvel and I haven't even mm-hmm. put it up on the front page. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, stop screen, present share screen. What tab are we doing? I think. Tab, that tab. All right. Here is the press release. Marvel sent me, uh, the Marvel universe mourns one of its biggest stars, Following right. the shocking events of Skill. ASM 26. Yeah. Skill issue. What? Skill issue. Kamala dies. Skill issue. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Okay. So she the fallen friend, the death of Ms. Marvel is the one shot coming out. 
Mm-hmm. Do you think Peter is uh, knows her that much to be that sad? I, well, I, w- I oh. want to talk about. I want to talk about this real quick. This oh, so maybe it's, it's like inaction that he feels guilty, not that he knew her that well. So I want to. I want to point out this cover is awful. For for mm-hmm. one, why? half the characters don't belong here. Like the thing in Captain America, I think barely know her. Wolverine tolerates her when they cross <laughs> over and then Iron Man and Captain Marvel looking off to the side, like they're bored. Oh, I want the funeral mm-hmm. to be over. You got any shawarma? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. right. it, but like there's characters here who could have actually belong in here. Like uh, Sam Nova or miles or, mm. Cy- or even Cyclops because he, he was, when he was Cyclops, they founded the champions together. Mm-hmm. Like there was so many other characters that would have, fit better into into that cover but because they want to get the, the big bucks they put mm-hmm. all of, they put all of the a-listers on there who barely knew her right oh yeah i mean everything about this is like i mean now grant i mean you can totally tell what marvel was trying to do here it's like they wanted to it's like okay so we want to generate up the attention with the marvel but the way they can think of it is just, okay we got to kill off miss come on the problem is she didn't have her own book but oh, we are gonna do. We'll do it as a, like as a surprise. So we'll put we'll sneak her into Amazing Spider-Man because that's the best our best-selling title. But we won't put her, even though they say in the press release that she was a pivotal supporting pivotal character. No, she wasn't because again, part of the surprise was she's gonna be in the background, emphasis on background, and then she's gonna be sprinkled here or there. And then so when her death finally happens, oh, everybody can get to see it, and then that will. And then of course. We'll go ahead and have the big miniseries, then bring her back. And then, we'll, of course, we'll bring her back in another miniseries. And then, oh, and there's also going to be synergy because we're going to make her a mutant just like she is in the MCU. And then, oh, and then everyone will see the Marvels and, you know, oh. What are your luck. thoughts on the tagline? This is the biggest shocking death since Gwen Stacy 50 years ago. This no. had, he, She really has no. no connection to Spider-Man, honestly. No. Well, I mean, well, that's part of the, and again, that's part of the thing because they were delivered because with the way the nature of the story works, again, like because of the way it's like all about, oh, how Peter and Mary Jane split apart again and all the forced little stuff that they put in, like, oh, we, like the little deliberate robots we put in. Yeah. This yeah. was all, it was the, the, I think they delivered, I mean, this was a deliberate blade and switch to try to get people to think, oh, that Mary Jane was going to die. And some of us did fall for it. And I admit it. I was kind of like leaning toward that thing. And then, because again, part of the surprise was, oh, we're going to kill off Kamala Khan. Nobody will expect that. Of course, granted, this has opened up a whole other big can of worms about how, about, about, you know, the way people have been reacting towards it. And again, we all know this is going to be undone. It's not going to be so. This, this it's like a, this it was is, only not, shocking in the sense that they they tried to pull the they, they tried to pull the bait and switch on it. And the only thing they I think they that spoiled it is because again you could argue maybe this was put intentionally, but there's also a lot of some there's also some folks that were coming out says no this wasn't. This was some guy who was genuinely upset what was good what Marvel was doing, and so he deliberately spoiled this two weeks in a, two weeks ahead of time. And now this is Marvel basically doing damage control all this. And again, granted, they had the press release all prepared ahead of time for, you know, you know, because again, there was an interest because there was something there was came out, I guess, was Tom Brevoort was actually talking, I think, to Polygon about this and saying that, no, we had to get ahead of this because this thing got because this thing got leaked and we had this thing ready to go. We wanted to release this thing on the day the issue came out. But this leak kind of forced our hand. Which which would have spoiled it for everyone that can't get to the comic shop. This mm-hmm. would have got released like at noon or maybe eleven a.m. Oh and yeah. yeah, you would have seen it in your feed, 
and you would mm-hmm. have been spoiled by your book. Now, yeah. I I cannot stand that that Marvel does that. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. they are the total opposite of what um, movies want. The director, you know, mm-hmm. you know, have you seen these pictures? Or actually, nowadays, you see uh, viral videos of the cast members saying, "Don't spoil it. Let people go to the theater. Let them enjoy the book or the movie, etc." What does mm-hmm. Marvel do? Let's get it out there so somebody, please, anybody, will buy a ticket. Or buy right. a book. Mm-hmm. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't. It's awful. I don't understand oh. why they do that. Does does it, Entertainment Weekly must pay Marvel money for an exclusive like this? Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think EW paid Marvel. I think what happened is I honestly think that the leaks blew up further than 4chan where they were supposed to land, and mm-hmm. then Marvel realized, oh God, they, it leaks on the Twitter. We need to get. We need to kind of put a cap on this. And they right, just, because they, they they kind of spun they spun the the jackpot wheel and went oh hey look there's EW they haven't done anything for us in a while hey you guys want to run an article for us well the thing is too is because normally when some of this stuff like these leaks kind of get spoiled it's usually a week before the issue gets actually shows on the stand this because was two weeks. That's, like, that, mm. that's like yeah that's because normally what happens is usually it just comes from a retailer or something this was two weeks out so which means yeah. this so the implication is somebody was in. Got, it was inside the company, like the publishing house itself. So, so this was so. This was the call is coming from inside the house. Yes, exactly. Radiac, yeah. do we have a solicit for her new book in August? So, so we kind of do. It's hinting at like, oh, a rebirth. But what ended up happening? This isn't a spoiler because it's publicly available and everyone has seen it. R.B. Silva, the mm-hmm. artist who did, who's done a bunch of books that we've read. Uh, he did a couple issues of ASM, uh, Captain America: Symbol of Truth. Uh, powers of 10 he he posted on his instagram a page of um kamala talking to cyclops in progress so <laughs> we know by accident yeah that, that kamala's coming back of course what people what course what people worry about if she comes back is when she comes back as a mutant is she going to have her new elastic pa- is she going to keep her oh, elastic the, the, powers or is she going to have her powers. like you know, yeah <laughs> those awesome she can't big and i'm dropping the book yeah if you're gonna have those god awful, I uh, could not finish Ms. Marvel the series, but it, it's not meant for. I mean, maybe I'm not uh, not the audience. Mm-hmm. I'm not a it's, teenage it's, girl. It's, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. But um, anyway, I, fi- let's do final thoughts. Uh, oh, Craig, we'll final thoughts about the backup. There was a backup. Yeah. <laughs> that, oh, the black cat deal. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 forgettable, Neil. It's like it's a cash grab. Yeah, if you want to, but go ahead, real quick. Um, I think it's fine like i said it mostly just it mostly just rips jokes from yo scarlet spider run and um the, the gulf core, and the gulf core scene from uh spider-man homecoming and those are all like craig said they're all ripping from peter david's asm 267 where he gets yeah. mm-hmm. chases a crook into the suburbs the commuter cometh and, and i'm the, almost convinced that rainbow riddle i mean I, this is this sounds too conspiratorial i'm wondering if this was originally written as a peter and mj story but then because of current timeline because he's currently with the black cats like all you have to do is like oh the colors can change their hair color and then have a little word balloon changes and then oh it's a black cat story aha uh-huh. because you know with that thing yeah who's it, this is it just says no yeah felicia's Right, because who does Felicia would who would Felicia know in, in uh, where was it her ex? In, uh, 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Iron Iron Cat marrying somebody. That's all he needs to know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Milo, thank you for the super chat. He wants Craig and more shows, please. Look at that. Milo is now on my pro list. Uh, I don't know <laughs> nearby, but you, you, you get on. one of each. Wait a minute. So what was, who's, let me see. Let me look at the super chats tonight. Milo dropped 10 bucks to insult JR. He's dropped <laughs> 99 to ask for more Craig. <laughs> it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. I love it, costs, it. it costs less. Thank yeah. you for the super chats tonight, Milo. You were our only one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a mm-hmm. lot of people in chat too, but thank you guys uh, for thank you, Milo. Not guys, yeah, not plural. Yeah. Just one mm-hmm. for the super chat tonight. I, I, uh, I, Craig, I, I, final I, thoughts. What do you got, sir? Uh, I did. I did chuckle when you were showing the press release uh, there earlier, and Mark was saying, in the uh, uh, similar to the great deaths of Captain America and Doctor Strange, and I'm like, wait, these people have both come back. To Those life. people are back. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, mm. even in the press release, they're basically saying, yeah, don't worry, this isn't permanent. Uh, they get better. Mm. Uh, yeah. Final thoughts. Thanks for having me on. Uh, last minute, oh, I will man. need to check my Facebook uh, updates uh, more regularly. <laughs> but, uh, this was fun. Yeah, Mike. Um, final thoughts. I'm, I'm glad I do- that. Sorry, oh, I'm glad go ahead, Milo. Got, sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm glad that we got a re- uh, an answer to what did Peter do and what happens with Peter and Mary Jane. It's just not a good one. But I am mm-hmm. glad that we that we did finally get an answer. What did he do? Can you sum it up in a sentence, Craig? What did he, he do? He he nuked Pennsylvania. He was um, too late. He was too late to rescue Mary Jane from falling. In he love. apparently didn't have time enough to explain anything to his friends, but he certainly had plenty of time to explain everything to Norman freaking Osborne, who apparently is like, "Hey, Pete, here's our big plan. I'm going to build you a suit that Tony Stark could have easily built in a cave with a box of scraps in less than a week. It's going to take us a month to do this, our version, but you can do that." Yeah. There was time enough. There was time <laughs> enough at last. Yeah. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. There's no time. Uh, it's, my, it's, literally, it's literally the Parks and Rec meme. I need I to put up flyers for my bird. Let me find the form. <laughs> There's no time. He can fly. Bert Macklin oh, to solve this issue with no problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike, final mystery. thoughts, sir. Okay. So even though I don't <laughs> think this was as bad as uh, One More Day or One More Time, it does have common. In, there is a common theme in those stories. It mostly we are literally. Like, how many issues does it, does it take to justify breaking up Peter and Mary Jane? If it's taking this much effort and convolution and, you know, magic bullcrap to try to separate these two again, maybe there's maybe maybe Marvel should not maybe try to do it. <laughs> Just saying, because, you know, this is the third. You know, this is not one of those cases where they're thinking, oh, third time's a charm, I guess. But. No. Well, here's the deal. They've been trying to break them up since the nineties. Mm-hmm, Honestly, mm-hmm. with the John yeah. Byrne and the Howard Mackey. Yeah. Well, been the clone to break for that clone clone on itself. Yeah. yeah. Peter's smack oh, yeah. across the room with the smack. So we're going on 30 years of trying to break mm-hmm. them up. Granted with soap operas, the lovers break up and they come back. The lovers break up and they come back. The lovers break up and come back. So it just seems like an old old and like i'm going on 30 years of this well yeah and the manning figured thing it about, out <laughs> yeah but the man and the manning thing about this is like one more time it's like it's another flashback story so again it's yeah. like oh we already know what the outcome was and then yeah. it's like oh and then you're trying to like write and then wells is trying to write it's like oh i gotta make the pieces fit to go from point a to point b and it's just like you can see how the ship was being written here. And it's just kind of like, this is really tired. It, it's tiresome kind of stuff. And it's it just is. like, it's, yeah, it, it, it seems like we need a new story. Then let's break them up and get them back together. Let's get them, break them up and get them back together. 
mm-hmm. let's keep them together and see what happens. Well, and this is or, why I thought maybe maybe they would have. I mean, granted, we would have been upset if they killed her, killed Mary Jane off, but at least it would have it would have made sense with the context of the story and stuff like oh let's. But yeah, we'll get that, and I'm sure we'll get that another whole. Round but having stuff. Peter and Mary Jane together—that's the end of their story. Everyone knows. I know. That. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> to get together, there's no more conflict. There's no story potential. No more conflict. There's no yeah, more responsibility. Now, now yeah. Miles Morales can take over as the one true Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, because when you're married, there's no conflict. Right. Right. <laughs> Jr. says he like clenches his jaw in anger. Yeah. yeah. Neil, <laughs> final thoughts. Okay. Um, it wasn't great. I didn't enjoy it. Um, I don't think it was worth getting as mad as people have gotten over this run. Uh, once again, this was just aggressively not good rather than outright bad. Um, I'm a little more upset, guys, that Zeb Wills did my man Quetzalcoatl dirty as like a mini boss instead of the final boss of the encounter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I still don't uh, care about Raven. Well, no one does. I know. I I, I should though. He's a stupid villain. You should. You should care for the villain trying to break up the couple. But uh, Mr. Comic says the longer I'm married, the more I think like Jr. There, that's 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 true. Uh, Jr. Final thoughts, sir. You know the thing is, once this is over. I'm not looking forward to what's next. I mean, oh yeah, you know, real because everything has been leading up to this. You know, and then once this is over, it's like, well, what's, you know, just what's going to happen next? I mean, I, I don't really have any, this is almost, uh, you know, kind of one of those where, where it's like, I just don't care where they're going. I don't see any reason to, I mean, if I wasn't, a, if I wasn't just, you know, a, a, an obsessive collector, like all the rest of us here, um, well, I'm not. you know, <laughs> it, you know, there, there's, uh, you know, this is actually one of the least interesting periods in spider-man where it's like i don't care you know i mean if you're not gonna i don't care what happens next i really don't what was the cliffhanger it was oh the guy the bad guy's coming back it isn't a cliffhanger that makes me want to read the next book mainly because i've been spoiled mm-hmm. two weeks early on the book that well that we, we don't help. know you know again we this guy the, the you know all the this is just like a cipher a strama he just talks gibberish you know i mean yeah. all you know whatever you can't what relate he, to him you can't what, relate to him at all what is the what does the guy want? I mean, it's like, now what does he want? Yeah, I mean, it's like he wants to be a god. What does God need? What does God need with a guy from Queens? So once he wants, god, the, he wants the epic loot drop. So once oh, you're God, yeah. what 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 does that mean? I mean, you hang out with Thor or something? I mean, I don't, you know, uh, you know, I don't know what uh, you know. You, you get a bunch of old Jewish scholars to write about you or something. I don't know. You know, it's I mean, what's he, you know, it's like I, I you know what it, he does. He doesn't have a goal that mm-hmm. we can understand. Oh, you he know? has a goal. He has an editorial goal of to break the lovers <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, and uh, so that makes no. the editorial the true villain, doesn't it? Work mm-hmm. backwards. Zeb, work backwards. It's better that way. <laughs> yeah, All right. right. Yeah. Uh, coming up in a few minutes mm-hmm. uh, on our Patreon, we are going to review a record number of shows. Let's take a look at this mess. My God, 24 books. We've got... Uh, you hate this. <laughs> We've got uh, carnage, 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 oh, carnage. <laughs> we got venom, 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 venom in the future of 2099 venom. Uh, we got uh, dinosaurs that have Spider-Man suits. We Jesus got Dan Slott. 
We got Venom, Venom, more Venom, Venom in, venom the, past, in the past, Venom in yeah. the future. God, uh, I really hope Tyler's on this show. I'm not reading this show. No, Tyler's <laughs> back. We have Hollow's Eve, Janine, okay. Ben Riley's girlfriend has a miniseries. Everyone's uh, favorite 90s clothes like a character. Joe Fix It number five wraps up, which is actually a pretty good book. We have Silk, which is yeah, let's go, baby, let's go. We got the uh, the jackpot, Mary Jane and the Black Cat mini wrapping up. We have Venom, more Venom, as if we needed more Venom. He's over in Moon Knight, and we've got uh, more clones. We got Gwen Stacy clones. One's a Gwen Stacy Rhino clone, and then more Venom, Venom, Venom. With uh, adrenaline momentum, venom, venom, venom. <laughs> and this is uh, Liz Allen as Misery, by the way, up here at the top. If you don't, thanks. Know. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I guess if you want to, if you want to see <laughs> us review twenty-four books, well, Tyler, uh, sign up on Patreon.com/slash/crawlspace and support the site, and you get a monthly video and also audio version of this show. So, everybody, thank you for watching. Uh, George will not like those issues. That's why George is not on the show. Seeing JR's reaction is priceless. JR will not be on that show. He has an invite, but the, he says hell to the no. Um, keep your Star Trek quotes out of this, Douglas. What did I say, Star Trek? What was Star Trek? What does God need with Starship? Oh, you've said that about three or four times, I think. I have. Star Trek. It's, it's Brad's favorite Star Trek movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine, imagine saying, oh, yeah, I like Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. You're going to need a seatbelt in the theater for that one. All right, that's a wrap on that episode. Before we go, I want to thank our members at patreon.com slash crawlspace for making it possible if you're to listen to it. One of the perks uh, involves they get their name in front of the video broadcast. They also get their name uh, read at the end of each uh, audio podcast. So a big thank you goes out to Winnipeg Webhead. We've got Gene, JR, Robert, Scott, Vinkman, Adam, Annie, Austin, Brian, Craig, Cyberweasel, Frazetta Hulk, Jacob, James, Jesse, John, P, Josh, Kelly, Laura, Matthew, Muhammad, Noah P, Ryan, Sarah, Scott, F, Scott, M, Spider Mario, Will, hashtag something good for you, AJ, Anthony, uh, Anthony L, Brandon, Dat Boy, Donnie, Frederick, Hafskimo, Ira, J, JB, Jared, John, Mark, Milo, 17, Mitzi86, Nick, Patrick, Rocky, and also Ryan and Sailor Sega, Steven, Stewart, Symbiobro, Toby Z, Valiant Shadow. So again, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. We appreciate you. Hope to see you there. 